This is Generation Swap. While the world talks about a generation gap, we talk about generational connection. Our guests, we call them swapmates, discuss goals, passions, and values, helping each other figure out life. Keep listening for more. Welcome to Generation Swap. We're your hosts, Cindy Camp and Dana Hebriard. Today, we have the pleasure of talking with uh, Martha Porter and Samantha Teachworth. They have been paired as part of an Aquinas College class that Dr. Ian Borton is teaching this semester, and we're delighted to have them in the podcasting studio tonight. Uh, we'd love to start out by asking you about yourselves, and I'm going to turn this over to Dana, and she's going to kind of get some information from both of you to set the stage. Well, welcome. I've just had the briefest of moments to get to know you, but I'm already excited about <laughs> sharing some stories with the two of you. It's been very fun. Um, Samantha, why don't we begin with you? And, and what do you prefer? Do you prefer Samantha? You can just call me Sammy. Sammy. All right. So Sammy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe what year you are, and then your age, if that feels comfortable? Of course. Um, my name's Sammy. Um, I am a business communication dual major with a concentration of human resources. I am going to graduate in 2024 and I am about 20 years old. Okay, awesome. And you are a student athlete? Yes, I play volleyball here at Aquinas and um, before that I played basketball and softball as well. Okay, wow, multiple sports. Oh yeah. I was busy in high school, not to mention 4-H, FFA, all, the whole shebang. The whole shebang. So you're yes. a busy a busy woman. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. Well, Martha, tell us a little bit about yourself as well. I'm uh, Grand Rapids born and raised. I'm 67 years old, about. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a single mom to two young women. My family was created through international adoption. I retired in 2017 after 40 years at Amway Corporation and had, I think, about 14 different roles, most of them in QA and research and development. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, just getting to know you briefly, like I mentioned, it felt like the two of you really connected. And before, we don't really... um, you know, we don't we don't survey uh, beforehand when we do the pairs. We know a little bit about you, but tell us a little bit about those connections that you made. Um, when we first met each other, we went on a little walk from Aquinas over to a local restaurant, Wolfgang's, for breakfast. And in that short little time, we got to talk to each other, learn a lot about each other, and like what we're interested in. Things were like for me, things I'm going into, things I would like to pursue as a job and then what she did as well. So that's where our connection really grew and developed. Early impressions of each other? Martha, you want to go first? Well, uh, Dana, you already said it. You you observed that Sammy is a very busy young woman, and I uh, felt the same way after hearing about her um, academic schedule, her athletic schedule, and her other activities. So um, she struck me as a very confident, strong young woman, very close to her family, and uh, someone who really has kind of act together in terms of her career goals, her life goals, and what she wants to accomplish. So thank was, you so much for those kind words. <laughs> I was very impressed. Aw, and Sammy. Um, I want to say similar, but 
obviously different. Um, <laughs> when we were first getting ready here, she goes, my first impression of you was tall. <laughs> <laughs> and my first impression of her was also short. <laughs> Now you have to tell us your height. So how tall are you? I'm about 5'10", 5'11". Depends on the day and what shoes I'm wearing. And I think I'm still 5'2 and a quarter <laughs> inch. So i got to put that quarter inch well, in That really helps our listeners visualize. So thank you. Of course. Well, when we're recording this, we're recording it somewhat midway through the semester, right? Like you mm-hmm. still have Dr. Ian Borton's class that you're in and you're we're focused on in the course though interpersonal communications and mm-hmm. and really um, how to kind of, you know, make a full and happy life. And and research has shown that the single most important dimension of happiness is relationships especially those that last years. So can you name a person maybe in your inner circle that, um, and and maybe describe what you do to take good care of that relationship? This sounds cheesy, but I would say my sister, especially when we were younger, we didn't quite get along, but that's just like any siblings, there's ups and downs. But especially as we got older, we have become each other's best friends and did everything together. She's actually coming here next year to play volleyball with me, and this will be our first year on the team together. So that's super exciting, and I can't wait for that. But that's awesome. The way we foster that relationship and really keep that connection is like keeping the communication there and relevant. Or when you don't have something to say, you don't have to talk about random things. Like that's always good, but you also you want those deep connections and deep conversations as well. Did you two talk about that, about relationships? A little bit. Like, she knows my family a little bit, my boyfriend, and a few of those ones. And I know about her daughters and her daughter's boyfriend as well. And that one of her daughters is in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. She's still in Australia, and she visited one of them this weekend. Or the daughter visited her, actually. From Australia. Not the one in Not Australia. Not the one in Australia. Australia. Like, wow, that is That's... a quick trip. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Martha, what about you? I'll start by saying that when I was 50, I reconnected with some of my high school friends, girlfriends, and um, we rented a place in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and all met there and had a fabulous week together. I remember my mom at the time said, oh, you know, you haven't seen these women in many years. Do you think you'll still get along with them? Well, we got along like crazy. (laughs) And so we started out then getting together every five years and then, you know, every year. And now we see each other several times a year. And we always rent a cottage together in the summer. But one particular person, Cheryl, of that group, and I have become quite close in the last few years. She actually lives not too far from here. So she's local to Grand Rapids. And um, we just... uh, uh, make sure that we make time for one another. Mm-hmm. What you know, whether it's doing something, to, going out together for dinner or a show or a concert, or just hanging out on her porch, having a meal, having a beverage. You know, just quiet time together. It's very important. Those sort of life moments, I, I think, and this might be for Sammy as you're getting older, kind of to observe. I have a cousin, right, that you go through maybe phases, distant cousin, that you don't see them or you don't connect with them for for whatever reason. And then last week we um, 
scheduled time for us. And, and at the end, we were like, why don't we do this more often? And just life happens. And mm-hmm. and so that intentionality, as you're talking about, and maybe that's seasons of our lives. So there was a season where everyone was super busy with career or family or whatever it was that demanded time and now kind of returning back to that relationship. How old are your children, Martha? 23 and 26. Yeah, so you've been freed up a little more to mm-hmm. have time for yourself and for friendship, which which helps. Indeed. Yeah, you're right. Dana's right. There is a time when they're, when the children are young that, and if you're working as I was, career woman and single mom and children, there is no space for much beyond those tasks and those those that that kind of life. So, so it's- I'm I'm definitely feeling that now, especially with sports. Mm-hmm. Natalie, my sister, she's going. She's at the quarterfinals right now for states for volleyball, and we ended up losing in our season. But it's like I have to make that extra time to go see her and see how much fun she's having and how much she's living in the moment. So I definitely agree with that. Well, you mentioned volleyball and, you know, sports are one way to stay fit and healthy. Just wondering for each of you, what would be something that you do regularly that you would say contributes to your good health? I do a lot of walking with my friend Cheryl and with several other friends and my dog (laughs) and uh, other kinds of exercise. And then I also, I love to cook and I like to cook because I like to eat. And so I, I cook healthy food. So that's another way I think to stay healthy. For me, um, definitely volleyball is a big one, lifting weights, which I was telling Dana about earlier and open gyms and all that. So like I said before, in high school, I was a three sport athlete and that's what kept me fit, living on the farm, throwing hay bales around. And I never did lifting in high school ever. I didn't even hardly know how to move the weights when I got to college. But now that I don't have that as readily available, I've invested my time into learning about that and ways to make your body healthy through, like what you said, through what you eat and also by doing those exercises. And not only just throwing the heavy weights, but also like yoga to decompress or to stretch those muscles. And you grew up on a farm? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so throwing hay bales. You don't hear that too much from people. Um, tell us just a little bit about the kind of work you would have done growing up at home. Um, back home, we it, I don't want to consider it a hobby farm because, especially my mom, that was what she did all the time. She was a stay-at-home mom, and so those cows were her babies. Sometimes loved more than I felt loved. <laughs> but some things we did were, like I said, bale hay, bale straw, and... Just for everyone listening, straw is the yellow stuff, hay is the green stuff. <laughs> oh, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> straw is definitely the easier one. I would choose that any day. Because it's lighter? Or? Yes, yeah. very much lighter and easier to stack. But I was the oldest, so I also did a majority of the work in the nicest way. Everybody was younger than me. Braxton was two years. Natalie was three years. Augie was five years. So being the oldest, I had grown into my body a little bit more and had to do most of the heavy lifting and everything we did we fenced our entire property by ourselves we built a shop we built barns all of this sort of things which definitely shaped who I am today 
Yeah, well, and that will all, having that kind of childhood will probably give you a strong body for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then your love of sports. Uh, that's nice to hear. Uh, we're also asking about career, and you're at such different stages. So, Sammy, you're preparing for a career, and Martha, you've had one, and you're now enjoying retirement. But from each of your perspectives, what would you say strikes you as being really important about work or career? In the workplace, I want, um, I again, I have very little experience compared to others, but I have had my foot in the door to several companies, to my dad's own company, from digging ditches to waiting on people. And one thing I noticed throughout all that is the most important thing is how you're treated in the place of work. Because especially Wagon Wheel, which is a hometown restaurant, they treated you like gold. It was, oh, you're having an issue today? Here, let me help you, and we can work on this problem together and get it done so that way we can go back to working, getting our job done much easier. Versus I worked at Texas Roadhouse, and it was a bit of a different atmosphere. And maybe it's because I'm not from the area and I didn't know anybody, but it was definitely more closed off, and it was every man for themselves, basically. That's such an important thing to know how you're treated by the the boss and the other employees. Yeah, I was just going to say, so Cindy Brown, who's an Aquinas alum, showed me it. There's a TED Talk video. I don't remember the gentleman, but the video is called Give Him a Pickle. So your restaurant example, he owns a number of different restaurants and so does customer service training. And the metaphor is what is your pickle in your organization because people are happy when you get a free pickle with your meal, right? And if you exactly. need an extra one, just give them the pickle because customer service is super important and that little thing means a big difference. So the whole training is around find what is the pickle of your organization and focus on that for customer service. So, I love that analogy. <laughs> I really do. Sammy, were you also talking about how you were treated as an employee at those two different yeah, restaurants. Yes. So, yeah. and so I think you've learned a really good lesson. If you find yourself, and you probably will someday, I'm guessing, in a leadership position, you know how to treat your employees now exactly to, to get the best out of them and to help them find a sense of purpose and feel valued. And that's really lucky for me that I have my dad to look up to, since he owns that business and he shed such a great light on what a leader can be and he he has employees that have been there for nearly 10 years or longer and his turnaround rate on employees is next to zero because he keeps them for so long the only time they get he gets rid of them has been when one retires or gets close to retiring and I he's just such a good role model for me and what business is it that your family business? Um, we put in field tile so Basically, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a large machine. Usually, ours is orange, and it has a knife in the back, and that knife goes down. It can go to six feet, four feet, whatever depth you need, and it lays tubing that has um, slots in it. And so having that slot under slotted tubing under the ground draws in the water and clears it away quicker, so you can plant earlier in the fall, have better yields in the plant better in the spring, excuse me, have better yields in the fall, and overall keep those roots healthy. Martha, anything else that you want to add about career? Yes, two things. 
I, I would say uh, one thing I learned in my career is tell people what you want. So in other words, your the, the, the individuals at whichever company you work for don't necessarily know what your career aspirations are if you don't tell them. And if you see something that looks interesting that you'd like to take a shot at, let them know because they don't have ESP. So I used to say, tell me what you want when I was a boss. And, and I had some very interesting opportunities through my career just by saying, this area looks like you could use some help. I think I would be good at this. Would you consider hiring me into your department? And and nine times out of 10, it seemed to work. So I th- I'd say, tell people what you want. And then uh, take opportunities that might seem a little crazy or not comfortable outside your comfort zone. There was a period when during my career at Amway where I took a very unusual job. It was something very new for the company. It involved quite a lot of travel and to interesting parts of the world and uh, working on some deals. It was a way to repatriate profits back to the company from countries that didn't have convertible currency in a nutshell. But it was very interesting, creative work, not something I'd ever done before. And very interesting. I learned a lot, had a lot of great experiences. So where did you know, stretch yourself. Where did that career, that, that posting take you? M- mostly to Hungary and Poland. Um, and that was a, a time when both of those countries had just been emerging from communist rule. So it was a very interesting time in the, in the arc of their histories, too. And can we ask where your girls are from? Oh, they were both born in China. Wow. So you've, yeah, had, had experiences with a few parts of the world. Mm, mm-hmm. And love your advice about taking some risks and trying some things that feel outside of your comfort zone. Uh, we also want to ask you about play and fun and what you like to do to have a good time. As I mentioned before, you can probably guess, I love volleyball, love any sports in general. It could be flag football on like any patch of dirt. My family, especially during the summer, we love to play wiffle ball. And we have a lot of property, but we have a very tiny yard because the rest of the property is being used for um, fields and pasture for the cows. But we have this little spot right next to the house. And if you don't aim just right, it could possibly hit somebody or hit a window. So we had to be just a little careful. Sounds like fun. Martha, what about you? Well, as you already know, I take Ollie classes for fun. And during the pandemic, I found a lot of additional opportunities available via Zoom for online learning. So I I like to keep learning and I do love to travel. Um, I travel as often I, I can, as I can. I travel during the pandemic. I did a 110-mile walk in Kenya um, in June of 2020. And I have a real passion for Korean dramas, I will confess. <laughs> well, you're, you're mentioning June 2020 during COVID? You were... June 2021. 21, so, okay, so a little... It was still, yeah. you could travel, but there were a lot of countries still closed. But we were outdoors the whole time, so it was... Very safe. Well, and Ali, the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, does have amazing, there's the hiking group. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever gone with them. I haven't. I, I look at their hikes, and I've got to join them one of these days. I know. I say the mm-hmm. same thing. <laughs> well, let's do it together. Oh, we should. <laughs> totally. Yes. I'll jump on the band. All there right. you go. <laughs> that would be We fun. could use a young person yes. in the group. Uh, 
Well, before we wrap up, we want to find out if there's any other thoughts that you have about the class, Sammy, about the experience of, uh, you know, becoming swap mates and getting to know each other. Anything else you'd like to share with us, Martha, you as well? I'm just glad for the opportunity. I, I think um, as a older person <laughs> that not only do we have a duty of care to help our younger people, but beyond that, it's really gratifying to me to get to see the world through Sammy's eyes, through the eyes of the young adults at my church, children that I've tutored. I mean, they grew up in a whole different world than what I did, and they listen to much more interesting music than I do. <laughs> so I like been... the oldies. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. But uh, so for me, it's just, it's just, I'm a curious person, and it's so interesting and energizing to see the world through their eyes and get their perspective on our collective future. Not to piggyback off that too much, but I love what you said. And thankfully my grandparents, three of the four are still alive and we're very active in our lives. And I get a little bit of that through them, but I was able to learn so much more through this program, and especially through this class, which is set up way different than any other class I've had. So having this opportunity was really great for me, and I'm just, I'm so thankful for it. We've loved partnering with Dr. Borton because we think that this is such a, a wonderful project to work on. We love getting people in the second half of life paired with people in the first half of life. It really feels gratifying to us when we get to kind of be observers and, and involved in this kind of thing. And to hear that you both gain things from it is what we hope. We also hope, Sammy, for you, that it's a little preparation for life when you'll be working with people in different generations, day in and day out. Anything yeah. to add there, Dana? No, I agree. And, and also that resource that even after the class ends, our, our hope is that the relationships don't have to end. So it might not be the every month, but we still have mentor and mentee swap mates, if you will, that will once a semester just connect or touch base or maybe more depending on your uh, availability. So we hope that continues as well. That's definitely one thing I notice is I got an email. I'm like, oh, Martha's emailing me. What's this? And I click on it and it was a link to Amway, um, Amway internships and Amway job positions. And I, again so thankful for this opportunity to have another person on my side of the court. Yeah, yeah well, that's our hope is that um, you feel like you have a, another cheerleader in life. Um, we are so delighted that you were both here with us. Um, and we want to thank you, especially Martha Porter, Aquinas student, Sammy Teachworth. Um, really fun to get to know a little bit about each of you and have you participate in our project this semester. Generation Swap is a production of the Aquinas College Advantage Center. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts or at generationswap.com. Our career and connections expert is Dr. Dana Hebriard. Our producer is John Griffin, and our social media coordinator is Alexandra Stevenson. I'm Cindy Camp, Generation Swap creator. Thank you for spending time with us today. We're looking forward to swapping stories with you again soon. Yeah.